everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. New law that was signed in not too long ago and has a lot of people talking about it. So we go to the phone line to discuss this and bring in state representative in Willis Blackshear Jr. to the discussion. State representative, how are you this morning? Good. How about yourself? Good. I'm I'm doing well. Thanks for joining the program to talk about this and, and thanks for wanting to share some thoughts on this, which, as I said, I know is a difficult topic. But I guess we'll start first with your basic thoughts on the idea of stand your ground and, and why maybe you feel like it does have some issues to it that might lead to more problems than good. Well, this is a shoot first. Uh, piece of legislation, you know, uh, the no duty to retreat uh, is shoot first uh, legislation that will permit the use of uh, deadly force by individuals who believe their lives are in danger uh, in any space. Uh, I believe personally it goes too far and it threatens black lives and it makes Ohioans less safe. Um, You know, shoot first makes it legal to start a fight, you know, escalate that fight uh, and shoot the other person if they're afraid. Uh, so my question was, uh, when I was watching, uh, this bill be put on the floor last general assembly, uh, was, you know, what makes people feel less safe? You know, me personally, uh, I'm a five, seven man. So if I see somebody who's over six foot and I feel threatened, uh, by them, this bill basically gives me the right to shoot them. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's, and that's part of the thing. I was talking with a friend the other day, and, and we were just saying that, you know, there have been situations in, in both of our neighborhoods where someone has accidentally walked into the wrong house, you know, and, and under this law, if you feel threatened and you have a gun, you can legally shoot that person, can't you? Right, right, right. And, you know, uh, I think we all, well, I know for a fact we all want our streets uh, to be safe in our neighborhoods, uh, but this bill makes us all less safe. Uh, and like you just mentioned, you know, an incident like that, uh, it was a mistake, but yet it can cost somebody their life. So uh, this, this is this was a horrible bill. So what do we do now moving forward? What do we do to make this better, not just for um, those in different communities, but make it better for every Ohioan? Well, there is a bill right now uh, in the General Assembly to actually repeal uh, Stand Your Ground. Uh, we need people to uh, call, uh, I believe it's in the Criminal Justice Committee, you need to call the chairman uh, to get him to get this bill to have his first hearing. Uh, and we need to get this on the floor to vote. Uh, with the summer coming up, you know, uh, I know personally in my community, uh, there has been a lot of uh, shootings uh, happening, uh, a lot of casualties. And, you know, I'm not saying that it's because of this bill, but, you know, I can only imagine as the months go on, uh, the impact that this bill will have on communities like mine and communities around the state. Well, and, and that is part of the thing, too, is how, you know, this type of violence tends to, I guess, adversely affect and, and maybe even um, 
overly affect the black community in a sense. And I, I guess I would wonder what your thoughts on that are and, and what your constituents have told you about this bill as to their thoughts and, and what their concerns are. So uh, there actually was a study uh, done in 2013 uh, by the FBI, and it found that uh, in states with shoot-first laws, uh, that the shooting of a black person by a white person is found justifiable uh, 17% of the time, while the shooting of a white person by a black person is deemed justifiable only 1% wow. uh, of the time. And, and these are facts. These are numbers. So uh, I'm not telling people anything off the top of my head. These are actually numbers that were presented by the FBI. So that just shows the type of impact that it will have on communities of color uh, compared to other communities. Man, those numbers, that's, that's really, really a huge difference there. I mean, so disproportionately affecting. And, and I feel like sometimes people don't understand that. My guest this morning, by the way, is state representative Willis Blackshear Jr. What do we get to make people that might not understand that might not see that, understand that, see that and have knowledge on it to be able to um, present things in the correct way so that we don't see that happen here in Ohio. What can we do? Well, I mean, I mean, it starts with conversations like the ones, the one we're having right now on your platform, uh, and, and, and bringing the facts to the table and, and letting people know, you know, uh, what this bill does and how it affects us. You know, uh, too many times I, I, I've seen since being in the legislature how bills get pushed through, uh, and people aren't aware of some of the things that are happening. Uh, but then, you know, when things start to happen, they start realizing, well, why is this like that? And then they go back and see, oh, a bill like this was passed. That's why a situation like this was able to happen. So it, it takes more community conversations. Um, and it just takes people, you know, speaking up. You know, uh, our voices matter. Uh, I've seen it firsthand uh, how important and influential our voices are. So we just need to continue to speak up and, you know, don't hesitate to call, you know, your state representative, your state senator, uh, even people at City Hall. You know, don't hesitate to call those folks because they are accessible. You know, they're not hard to reach. I mean, they shop at your local grocery stores. They live in your neighborhoods. You know, we represent you all. So I, I encourage people to find those numbers, to reach out and uh, to let them know that you're not happy with, you know, whether it's this piece of legislation or any other piece of legislation that are uh, being put forth and passed. Yeah. And I mean, I, I feel like sometimes there's a, a, a tendency to not want to try to understand that because it's not affecting the person who's trying to learn more about it. You know, like someone like myself, who is white, who, who does not live in a community like that, who, as you said, was, you know, affected what 1% of the time of that, you know, why should someone like myself, obviously I'm not speaking about myself here, but why should someone like me, a, a, a 30 year old white male, we'll call it, why should they care about this? Well, you know, I, I, I live by the motto. Uh, I am my neighbor and my neighbor is me. Uh, what affects one of us affects all of us. Now, what, what I may see out of my front door may not be what you see out of your front door, but yet, we still have a front door. And, you know, I personally feel like people need to come to, we, we need more people who are uh, empathetic rather than sympathetic. You know, we need people to actually feel what others are going through. Uh, and, and yes, you're right. It may not affect you, but it affects somebody. 
so just trying to get that understanding and knowledge on, well, what can I do personally uh, to help those who may be going through this and so that we can prevent others from having to go through the same things. Could you repeat that phrase that you said? I, I want my listeners to hear that again. <laughs> I am my neighbor and my neighbor is me. What affects one of us affects all of us. And it's true. It's true. I, I feel like not enough people hear that. Not enough people are empathetic. And that is a huge problem. That's something that my my wife and I talk about all the time because um, she teaches in, in East Cleveland at John Adams. And, and we talk all the time about how, you know, someone who goes to a Hudson, someone who goes to a rich school district doesn't understand what someone who goes to a poorer school district goes through. And, and this is the same thing as that, you know, someone who doesn't live in the community doesn't understand, you know, the terms, the way that things work, the way that things are, are different, the way that people are adversely affected. And, and I know conversations like this help, but this can't be y'all, can it state representative? No, 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 it, it, it can't. And, and, you know, I will say this, you know, uh, with social media, you know, multiple news outlets, I know for a fact people see what's going on. I mean, you can't ignore what's going on anymore because it's in our faces. It's in our faces every day. Uh, so I, I just encourage everyone, you know, just to do their research uh, and, and find ways in which uh, you can help the cause and, and making, you know, lives of uh, your fellow Ohioans better and, and safer. It's the voice of Willis Blackshear Jr. He is a state representative from uh, south of here, almost into the Cincinnati area. Willis, I appreciate the time so very much this morning, and I appreciate the conversation just as much and look forward to doing this again in the future. Keep speaking uh, the good word, and, and we'll talk again soon. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Yep, have a good one. Right. You too. Bye.